Perik Hey Mishnah Aleph. Mishnah Yud of the previous Perik shifted gears from the discussion of the mitzvah of Peah to a discussion of the mitzvah of Leket. And that mitzvah is presented in the Pasuk with Vileket Kitsiracha Loselaket Laoni Vilager Ta'azovosam. Vileket means the gleanings of your harvest that fall. You shall not gather that back up, but instead leave it for the poor. Our Mishnah begins with the following halacha. If there's a pile of grain that the farmer placed purposely on top of pieces of leket which were not yet gathered by the poor, the halacha is as a penalty. The Rabbanan decreed that everything, every piece of grain that's touching the ground belongs to the poor even though, in all probability, not all of that is leket, and you could have a case in which we know it's not all leket. For example, if the pieces of leket are of a different type of grain altogether than the pile that he piled on top. Nonetheless, as a kanas, as a penalty for improperly obscuring the leket from the poor, Rabbanan said that if a farmer does this, he blocks fair access to that leket, then the entire bottom layer, everything touching the ground, is rendered as hefker. Practically speaking, it's considered leket, and it can be taken by the poor. The mission now discusses, Say a strong wind came along and scattered the person's bundled grain, causing that to spread over and mix with the pieces of leket that were lying on the ground. So here, it wasn't the farmer's fault, he didn't purposely cover up the leket pieces. But here we have a tarovos problem. It's a mixture problem. That is, we know some of the grain in this mixture is leket, but how much is leket? How much should we give to the poor? The first opinion rules, the way we deal with this is omdim oso kama leket lasos We have to look at the individual field in question, meaning not only the size of the field, but the nature, the texture of the crop, for the more moist the crop is, the less likely that leket will fall. Whereas if it's more dry and brittle, more falls. So we must take that into consideration. And on that basis, we make our best estimate of probably how much leket fell. And we give that amount to the poor. However, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, no se la Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says that the lachir here is, we give to the poor the amount of leket that would typically be produced by a field of this size. That is, there's a fixed formula, a ratio of typically how much leket there is per kar, amount of seed that's planted. The Chazanish calculates this to be 0.29% of the crop's yield. That's the amount that's given to the poor. I'm sure Gamil says it's not necessary to start to taking into account additional factors of how dry is the crop, how moist is it. We need not take that into consideration. We just use a simple a ratio. We plug that in and we give that amount to the poor. Now the actual grain that's going to be handed to the poor person isn't actual leket. We're just taking the amount of the leket that we presumed fell. But it's not the leket itself, and therefore the grain that's given to the poor person is not going to be exempt from the tithing obligations. And so in practice, Allah is the farmer will have to take a little bit more from his own stuff 
as a tithe for the amount he's giving the Ani, so the Ani shouldn't lose out, because typically when Ani takes a Lekhet, he can keep everything he receives, because the real Lekhet is exempt from the tithes, so here the farmer takes from his own stuff to count as the tithes for the principal amount that he is giving to the poor person.